I'll go to cool.com. <laughs> Hey everybody, it's Thursday night and it's time for another Kingdom of Loathing podcast with me, Jake. And me, Riff. And me, Hot Stuff. It's secretly not Thursday night, it's actually 10 o'clock Wednesday morning, but I'm already drinking a beer because I'm having a stressful day, fellas. How can you be having a stressful day at 10 a.m.? Uh, well... at 10 a.m. at 4 p.m.? What, what makes you think it's 4 p.m., Riff? Oh no! Wait, you asked Yoko Ono what time it was, yes. and she told you? Yeah. She's just lying she for fun. She held up a sign, that's, that's why you didn't hear anything. That's what art is. You had to is climb to the top of a ladder. Yeah, you had to climb up the top of a ladder, and there was just a piece of paper clock, up there yeah. that said... It's, 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 yeah, yeah, there's a clock a that's clock a clock that's six hours yeah. fast. <laughs> that's, see, that sounds fucking great. A drawing of a clock that's six hours yeah. fast. Yeah, it's like a flip book. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's a very... Oh, man, what if you had a clock that was just a flip book of a clock in every clock position and an automatic thumb? Yeah. Man. An automatic thumb? Well, because that's kind of what those, like, digital... not the, Like, analog digital clocks are, the ones that, like, flip over the... Yeah, the, that's true. The, the numbers all the time. Yeah. It's like... A flip, that's the really shitty flip book. Um... Yeah, so, you know, I'm, I'm grouchy because I've been wrestling with f- fucking git all day. I've been wrestling with a git all day, mm-hmm. is what I would say. Is that why if it's I w- called git? Because it's just Who calls dumb. people git? Is it like British people yeah, who say it's, it's you're a, a Brit- git? It's a British thing. Okay, so what kind of British people wrestle? Um, oh, oh, British wrestlers. Oh, right. Okay. Um. Riff, how was your crisp, crispin trip? How was my crispin trip? It was pretty good. It was, it was uh, you know, there were no, there are no particular problems except that uh, we made too much food, and as a, and as a partial sort of consequence of that, did not notice that the four dozen deviled eggs we made had not. Well, made it presumably out of the you fridge. can hear yourself, but we sure can't hear you. Oh no! Well, we heard you say that. Maybe, wait. Wait. Do, do you keep resetting reality by invoking the name of Yoko Ono? Yeah. I mean, she's sort of my, uh, what do you call it, spirit guardian. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. I wouldn't, I would not have, like, chosen her. I, <laughs> yeah, she's still alive. I mean, 2016 oh, okay. has not yet had the temerity to take that from us. <laughs> so I guess she's just bored? <laughs> I don't Hot know. Hot stuff. Man. I know you really hate Yoko Ono, <laughs> and it makes me really sad. I don't know that I hate her. Well, you I, just don't like her art. You don't. Yes. You don't think that her art is any good. That is true. Um, hey, Riff, have you seen Rogue One? <laughs> no, I haven't. Oh well, then you can't be on our spoiler cast while oh, no. I explain to Hot Stuff why Rogue One was a bad movie. <laughs> yeah, I definitely want to. I definitely want to hear why you think it was bad because I I felt like it was just a, a lot more Star Wars because there was there were some ships that fought other ships. There's some, two of each Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> they were, yeah. yeah. All the stars were labeled. That oh. was something that was really annoying about it. They, oh. uh, they, f- they fired a big laser at some things. That's always exciting. That's true. They uh, pushed some buttons and flipped some switches and wore a black helmet. Yeah. A lot so, of like, what else do you need? That's, black that's, helmets. That's kind of that's kind of all the, the wars. Thirty percent as many characters. You felt you felt like there were too many characters. Yes. Yeah, I did. And I don't remember a single character's name. Okay, okay there's Jar- Jarth. <laughs> Jarth Blader. There's uh, a Quantico. Oh, yeah, there's a character named Rogue. There is a moment Jen. where they say Rogue One. 
<laughs> um, oh, she yeah. won. Great. I kind of wanted them to say like Rebel Six, just to, <laughs> just to be like different. Yeah, that would have been funny. <laughs> Um, anyway, uh, I guess we can, if we're going to talk about <laughs> movies, we should do it on our video games podcast, oh, not our of Kingdom course. of Loathing podcast. Um, <clears throat> well, no, cause Jim might want to talk about a movie. Oh, I don't no. know. Okay. Jim, Jim launched a video game. He did. That's true. At some point in the last two years. Where do you hit it? This whole time. What, what do you hit secret. with the champagne when you launch a video game? The video game. Just on every copy the servers i think you burn you burn it to uh you get uh you get a cinder block rw and you burn it to a cinder block and uh then you break the champagne yeah it's like a dvd rw oh oh cinder Um, block rw yeah wow yeah and then you know you got to plug it into a cinder block rom drive (laughs) okay um you know like that beatles song cinder block rom drive (laughs) Wow. <laughs> you remember how uh do you remember how Scully uh whenever there was anything that was like seven sort of short staccato syllables, he would say duda duda mm-hmm. because it would remind him of Camptown races. Right. Camptown ladies sing this song. Yeah. I do that with paperback writer a lot. And I don't know any of the other words to paperback writer, so it's really hard to, like, set it up in any kind of context. Do-da-do-da. Oh, right, right, right. Paperback writer, do-da-do-da. Riff, do you know any of the words to paperback writer? I I think... Does Um, he say paperback writer? Basically, every time Riff speaks, we cannot hear him at all. It's like a a disappearing robot. Riff, don't don't stop recording. Yeah, don't stop recording, but but let's I'm going to try a different technology. Is your your Skype on? Uh, Sure. All right, let me let me try skyping. A different technology. Through the miracles of modern technology, we are going to talk to Riff a different way. It's going to be fantastic. It's going to make all the difference to our listeners who can't tell that we're doing anything. How's that? Hello Riff. Hey buddy. Hi. Hey, Riff, do you know any of the words to paperback writer? Uh, are two of them paperback writer? Uh, yeah, do you know any of the other words to paperback writer? Did you say no. writer or writer? I think he said writer. I did say yeah. writer. It's like horseback writer. Horseback yeah. writer? Yeah, like um, in the circus. You know, somebody writes a poem oh, while right. on the back of a horse. Yeah. Yeah. What do you call that? Uh... <laughs> I did that classic improv <laughs> trick where I say, hey, why don't you make a joke? <laughs> yeah, I was trying to figure out how to combine equestrian and composition into one word, and it just mm. was uh, not working out. Yeah. Poetry I thought there was another word. Okay. Uh, what is it? Dressage? Dressage, yeah. Yeah, is like that's fancy horse riding right yeah that always if you screw it up it's massage yeah it's oh yeah the medium is the dressage yeah Yeah. okay guys we did it that's workshopping well the medium is the massage yeah the medium is the dressage medium is the dressage yeah that's good um okay guys you want to answer some questions from kingdom of low thing listeners yeah let's do that okay did i say listeners or riders listeners listeners Fig Food is good, says. 
I finally pronounced that the first time. Uh, hey, we need an item of the month that mimics Crimbo 2015's gift hiding ability. Maybe it could even reuse the old mechanics hide slash find messages to some extent. Maybe a geocaching kit of some sort. I want to bury gifts for others. I like that idea a lot, the geocaching thing. I, pardon me, I'm sort of curious, though, if that's the kind of thing that could be made into an item of the month. Because it, it strikes me as the kind of idea that we sometimes have for a cool thing that doesn't quite lend itself to a thing that would be worth buying for $10 if all you care about is shaving right. turns off of your Ascension run, which is apparently the tyranny we live under now. Um, because Gingerbread City sucks and is lame. So, people talked about how they enjoyed it and were having fun and, like, I like have been finding secrets up to, you know, up to the past week or so. And I thought that was really cool. But because it more or less doesn't have, a, like, a ton of Ascension relevance, they just don't care. It's just the people in the forums. This one, so, like... And they're dicks. <laughs> this one, like, has a fair bit of aftercore relevance, if you're if you know what you're doing. But maybe people don't care about that. I don't know. This one's, like, an interesting market yeah. situation. I thought it was cool. Yeah. I thought it was a cool little ecosystem. <clears throat> but, I mean, I guess I have to admit that it was more like a thing that we would just put in the game than a thing that we would sell. You know? I guess. You know, it didn't used to be the case that familiars, that items of the month had to be Ascension relevant, but it has been for years, and I don't know why we keep pretending it's not. I mean, they have to be Ascension relevant unless we don't want to sell any of them. And we don't really have that luxury anymore. This one didn't, it's not like this one bombed or anything. It's, yeah. it's fine. So the next one will just be like, It'll just be like a little pe- a jar of peanut butter that just says, minus 30 turns off your run, <laughs> peanut butter. And just having it in your inventory just makes all of your Ascension history, even the ones from before you bought it, which is cool, uh, just huh. display 30 turns oh. shorter. <laughs> Do, is it-, it doesn't, you still have to play the turns, just the yeah. number is reduced. That's yep. good. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Is, yep. the, is the narrative conceit that you're just coating yourself in peanut, peanut butter? And then, no. Yeah. And then you just say, <laughs> there is no, hey, no, Wilbur. The, the narrative conceit is that the narrative doesn't matter. Um, huh. It's just, it's a brand name. It's trademarked. <laughs> the narrative doesn't matter brand peanut butter. I think both January and February's items of the month will probably be. Yes. Yeah. My my plans are in motion plans. already. Yeah, you already got some wheels within some wheels. I've, yeah, I kind of already swiped out the whole thing. Nice. So nice. I think. Good. I mean, it, it's it's pending like approval from y'all. Well, sure. But when do we not approve things? I don't know. Never. There is yet to be a time when somebody has proposed one of these that we've been like, no, that's a bad idea. We should do something else. That's true. So that step is really ceremonial. That's true. I, well, I shouldn't say that. Maybe one of us will have a real shitty idea. Mm. <laughs> Um, anyway, I really like that geocaching thing, yeah. and I don't know, we would have to spend some time figuring out, like, what it would mean to a player. I think as a small feature of an otherwise larger yeah. item month, that would probably be fine. Yeah. Like, if it was, you're a member of the geocaching club now, so you just get free shit after fights. 
What if... And then you can also hide things for other players. It was like GeoGuessr, where it took a... Like, you would hide something, and then it would take a screenshot of part of your screen, and then the other player had to figure out where you were when you hit it. It's like, oh, I see. You were looking at porn in another tab. Yeah, so it uploads that. Yeah. Cool. Zen00 says... With the speakeasy going out of standard, will there be any new item of the month that reveals your semi-rare number without having to eat a fortune cookie? A terrible bad thing to eat? No, terrible bad to eat thing? Both of those things are equivalent. It's just that one was correct. I imagine that that will probably be true. Be a thing. Well, so here's what I would propose. Uh How about instead I do the thing that I want to do where semi-rares and clovers become the same thing and counting turns for semi-rares which I don't think is fun is no longer a thing that people have to do okay uh, so you you, how huh? so I've talked about this before Yeah. this is what, this is what I would do I think if, if I had a bunch of time and if my job was to decide how this game worked <laughs> uh, and I could do it with no uh, you know without like upsetting anyone or you know whatever my here's here's my proposal pardon me just getting ready uh sorry let me do my king speech exercises shit fuck fuck shit um okay um so uh semi rares no longer thing. Okay. Uh, Clover adventures stop working the way that they do. Okay. Uh, all of those things are consolidated into a single, like, this is the cool thing that happens if you're lucky in this zone. Uh, okay. Zones that have both, of which there are a few, yeah. we get rid of whichever one people don't care about, or we, like, consolidate them and you get both rewards or whatever. Okay. Um, Semi-rares, no longer a thing. Semi-rare tracking counters no longer happen at all. Okay. Clovers become a usable item that set a flag that's just, you're lucky. And whenever you go to adventure in a zone, if you're lucky, it gives you the lucky adventure and then gets rid of that flag. And there's some indicator on char sheet that you're, or on, in uh, char pane that you're, and you're, you're how are you how do you how do we limit the number of clovers that you can use they're currently very limited in soft core they're well the same way we would limit them now well so but like if i have a stockpile of a million clovers does that mean i can just get a million semi rares worth of it would mean that but i mean that means you can get a million clover adventures worth of stuff now sure but those yeah. So you, your your time. worry is that semi rares are significantly more valuable than they're probably not like economically hugely valuable, but the, those items are not you know just free in the way that I feel like clovers you feel are like clovers so. are well. So I wonder, I wonder if we still live in the world that you and I are accustomed to thinking about economically where there are people with stockpiles of millions of clovers. Because yeah, I, I suspect that we don't. I suspect that there are a handful of people who haven't logged in in 10 years that have a stack of Maxent clovers in inventory. But I think that, you know, I don't know how much clovers cost in the mall now. That would be a good indicator, sure. right? Um, 
Anyway, you know, it, so something that I liked about semi-rares was that you couldn't really farm them, right? I think worst case, if something like that did happen, where there was like, oh, here's a semi-rare that is really valuable, and so it makes sense to, like, buy up clovers in the mall and farm that semi-rare, like, that is a problem that would fix itself pretty quickly, right? There's a trickle of clovers that comes in because the hermit has a fixed number of clovers every day. I think that would make... We would probably have to standardize the number of clovers that the hermit gave out. Yeah. What, um... And what does this do? Like, so it, it, this gets rid of the like hassle of having counting, to track. counting turns. It gets rid of all the complaints every time we do something that fucks up the way timers work, right? What like, does this do to items in, that we've made in the past that like force the thing to next adventure to be a? Could just be another source of lucky. It just makes you lucky. Yeah. Like, okay. and that's also, I think interesting so clovers don't have to be the sole source yeah. of lucky yep okay anyway that's my idea that's the thing that i would like to do because i like i get that there is a person who enjoys tracking the semi-rare counters right it, this is this is one of those things where it's like it was never really meant to work that way it was a thing where I designed a thing that was like, ah, oh, this is like a little boon every once in a while. And then you created something that was really interesting for people who knew about it, which was fortune cookies revealing the semi-rare counter, right? And I think that's a kind of thing that's fun if some people know about it and use it to their advantage. Mm-hmm. But it is not fun if more or less everyone who is competing knows about it and so then just has to do the kind of tedious work of it. Here's something that I just don't understand. Why do people share all of the information that they do? Yeah, I don't know. They just do. It's so <laughs> weird. It's I I guess maybe maybe the, the like the bleeding edge people have their tricks that they don't share, but as soon as somebody who's like middle like sort of like a middle of the pack kind of person figure something out they just share the knowledge and that's that's where it breaks down yeah they're not as they're not as interested in they are more interested in either like the social praise they get for yeah, that's what i think letting people know is, is is the the whatever cachet of, of being a guy who knows things, but you can only prove that by revealing what it is, you know? Yeah. That's like more satisfying to most people than the satisfaction of knowing something that other people don't know and using it to your advantage. Yeah. Maybe, or, or it might be the case that that's only true of 10% of people, but those 10% are enough to make it. So every secret is exposed. Yeah. Like, you know, because I don't think that, like, I don't think that the average player posts their discoveries to the forums or edits wiki articles, right? Right. Like, the game, all games. People with new content, people will post, like, what drops in there and, like, what they're finding. And but, stuff. Yeah. but not the average person. Like, like, I think that there is a small number of people who do that. <clears throat> okay. And... 
it is just that there don't have to be that many people doing it. But I mean, it's like there don't have to be that many people shitting on some world event before it seems like that's all you see. True. <laughs> right. Or shitting like, on the sidewalk in San Francisco. Well, right. Yeah. Before that is literally that's all not you see. that there are not that many people that shit on the sidewalk in San Francisco, but there's always shit on the sidewalk. I have not found that to be true lately, and I wonder if that is just because I live spend, further from the shit, I live further the from the mission. Central. Yeah, I, I, I moved away from the shit district. <laughs> I, I mean, I think your the, mission the, is like, to take a shit on the sidewalk. My, my current <laughs> apartment, your old apartment, uh, is literally right, like right in the hyper nexus of like people shitting on the sidewalk in San Francisco. Yeah, it's like the last ungentrified block or two. Yeah, yeah. and then well, and there might be like some places in like. The Tenderloin. Chinatown or Tenderloin yeah. or something. Yeah, else. you're like, you're definitely in the like, you are, your proximity, you're like one standard deviation away geographically from like every remaining shoe repair store in right. San Francisco <laughs> and like pawn shop and dollar store, like all of the, the sort of like hallmarks of, of, a, of a poor urban area. Discount fabric warehouse. Uh, that could be anywhere. Really? That, yeah, I, I honestly think because that that place is always filled with people buying fabric. Like, I think that that's actually just happens to be a business that can that is sustainable. Huh. And they probably own the building. That's yeah, that's what I don't understand. Like, how do, how do these businesses survive? Uh... Remember when there was a Popeye's chicken until it burned down? Yes. Remember when I got tires at that tire store and then it burned down and I was sad? Yes. That tire store has opened a brand new, really nice tire store down by my new place. Oh. Yeah. Which I don't care that it's near me, like, because I don't need tires because they fix my problem forever. I think. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But uh, I'm happy that they didn't go out of business because that fire. It smelled really bad for like weeks. No, man. I wasn't. I was too far away. It was really he really has a bad. tire store burned <laughs> no. down yeah. yeah like i feel like if it, like <clears throat> it, an example of something that smells really bad it's like <laughs> tire fire <laughs> yeah yeah anyway um so yeah i like i just i feel like more people are forced to count semi-rares than enjoy than want to than want to count semi-rares and then enjoy counting semi-rares and also it's a very so, so the, there is the other half of this which is currently you can generate semi-rares as much as you want and if you did a clover limited situation it, it would be a finite number per day could possibly enter the game would you still prevent people from getting two of the same one in a row i don't think so that's because you know like something that i liked about semi-rares also was that you couldn't get would they would it cost an adventure i think yes i think it would yeah all right because it does now sure um, because the so thing you could is, get five of them in a row if you wanted to, if yeah. you had five clovers. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Or, you know, if you, if you were drinking a lucky cocktail or whatever, you know. Right. I don't know then. So then what happens if you are already lucky and you try Like, we'd have to put in some checks to make sure that you didn't. What, oh, if, if, it's you, just, if, you use, what if it's just a one-turn effect? And if you well, no, well, it's, it's just because then if you adventure somewhere that doesn't have yeah. one, it would go away. And uh, I mean, yeah. it could just be a thing that stacked up, you know. Oh, it could just be. It could just increment. It could just it. increment a flag yeah. and then yeah. decrement it when you got that. Yeah. Sure. So, and as long as we had some way of indicating <clears throat> that. 
and when you're when it falls to zero, it just keeps decrementing, uh, and you like every adventure, it keeps go- getting further and further negative, and you have to use that many clovers to get it back up to positive. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, and we, we put adventures in every zone that's like, this is the just down on your luck yeah. adventure, yeah. where this everything sucks, and you just oh, you yeah. lose, it's like, it's you like lose form of fishy. Everything it's becomes like, the drunk, uh, drunken yeah, stupor. Everything becomes yeah. the drunken stupor. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Wow. See, now you're into this. So the whole game, the whole game, on, the game as we know it only exists when you have zero... You're neither lucky nor yeah. unlucky. So the hermit will provide you with three turns per day of normal <laughs> gameplay. Um, beyond that, you have to buy it from somebody who duped oh, oh. Maxent <laughs> Clovers in 2005. What if we rate every adventure uh, and every adventure and monster on a, yes, on a scale of negative 20 to positive 20 luck? <laughs> yeah, that seems good. And every item, too. Every item drop. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, yeah, we'll get rid of uh, item drops as as we currently understand them. Sure. So only only the drops you'll get only the drops that are rated at the at your current luck level. Yeah, let's get we can get rid of experience too cuz that won't matter. <laughs> oh right, cuz it's just how lucky you are. Yeah, cuz uh, your your whether you hit or not will be based on your luck currently right. versus the luck of the monster you're fighting. Exactly. Right, well, okay, wait. So does that should the monster have two luck stats then? One how lucky it is and one how lucky you have to be in order to cuz I like right. it would oh, so be then, really you it would be really bad stats. it would be really bad luck yeah. for you to run into a monster that was so lucky that <laughs> everything that it did resulted in its opponents being beheaded. And then actually you need a third luck stat on that monster because for how how much luck it removes from you every time it hits you. Right, which that could be negative, right? There could be like oh yeah, like a healer, like like a leprechaun. Yeah, a leprechaun <laughs> yeah. could make you lucky because that's how that works, yeah. right? Like leprechauns just Lepre- make you lucky you by punching you. Makes you luckier. <laughs> yep, you fa- they say he fell out of the ugly tree. I mean, he fell out of the fell lucky of the tree lucky and tree. hit every branch on the way down. Um, <laughs> uh, all right, guys, I think we've we've got it. I think we cracked it. Yeah. NS 2017. <laughs> Make loathing great again. Oh, God. <clears throat> I hate the forums. <laughs> and Twitter. I also, I hate the forums and Twitter. I don't, I'm sorry, Twitter. I'm sorry I said that. I love you. <laughs> I felt, I feel like people more or less stopped complaining uh, about Crimbo as soon as uh, the Krampus horn. It has not been my experience. My experience is that today has been one of the shittiest days. Oh, yeah. I have not read the forums today. Well, good on you, buddy. Um, Megaboss says... Was was today's shit storm in the Crimbo thread or or elsewhere? No, it was in the... the, This this question is relevant. Megaboss says, Hey, guys, I personally love this year's Crimbo, but I can understand some of the complaints since I'm experiencing similar problems. Last podcast, one of the jicks said chakra sludges would be, like, way super easier to get after the 25th, but I don't think anything's changed. Did you guys forget to set something on? Also, this is going to be one of those Crimbos that... uh, Is this going to be one of those Crimbos that extends past December so that we can all farm a little longer? That'd be rad for all of us. Thanks. I'm going to leave that up to Hot Stuff, how long it goes, and I'm going to leave it up to Hot Stuff, what he says about how long I, it's going to go. I don't mind telling people, like, it's it's fine. Like, it, it is, we had, oh, like, from very early on, we had planned to let this last longer than uh, most years. Um, 
So it's gonna it's gonna last into January for a while. Also, that radio show was not us. For <laughs> fuck's sake! Like d- it, we truly live in a post-truth society. I don't actually believe that. Here's what I believe, based on the forum reactions to things that were said on this fake fucking radio show that wasn't us and was obviously not us. But you put it in the, the, yes, the feed. Yes, because it was funny. Okay. But it was clearly not us. Most of the people reacting to things on that radio show did not listen to it, or they would know that it wasn't us. Is it because they just read the transcript? Yes, but even the transcript said there were three of me. <laughs> and that isn't a thing that can happen. What? I mean, <sighs> it just, it, it could happen, right? Like, well, okay. Sure. Like I could holes. do a shit. Like if everybody was on out of town or something and I just like decided to do like a sketch. Sure. Yeah. Okay. I decided to do a sketch, but then I accidentally used my magic crayon and that sketch came to life and it was a <laughs> sketch of me. Um, and then I was like, oh, well, so I guess it's technically okay for me to have sex with this. Mm-hmm. But then I'd be like, fuck, why didn't I draw myself as a super hot woman? Uh, huh. Anyway, that's not what happened. Uh, man. <laughs> I get that I brought this on myself by putting it in the radio show feed, right? But, like, it just... It... it what it teaches us, I think, is what we always should have known, which is that people who are shitty on the forums don't care about anything that's actually happening. They just want to be shitty on the forums. Hmm. They just want other people to know that they're the kind of person who's not going to put up with this crap anymore, by gum. <laughs> Sorry, that by gum was an ad uh, at the end. Uh, I forgot to... <laughs> this thread shit brought to you by the gum council. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't remember. I didn't read it right, so uh, I didn't give you the brand of gum to buy. We've also got sponsorship by guns. Ah <laughs> uh, man, Zen Zero Zero says so. Since Uncle Crimbo won't be needing his trailer anymore, could I borrow it for a bit? Man, I don't think you want to go in there. Yeah, it's it's weird in there. Bears Bert says when classes who are not turtle tamers use the skills blessing of the war snapper blessing of she who was and blessing of the storm tortoise uh, get a corresponding they get a uh, sorry when they use those skills okay so this actually is a bad this is an ungrammatical sentence I was trying to figure out the way that I fucked it up but I I didn't oh, so anyway when when non-turtle tamers use those skills they get a corresponding disdain effect instead of the blessing effect uh, disdain of the war snapper is the only one of those that has an intro text is there a special reason for this no I looked and the special reason is I just forgot to write flavor text for those situations oh. and I think they just don't come up very often because the point of them was that they were not worth using off class every now and then uh like i've been we've been finding like in, i don't know in the okay. like typo thread places where we instead of dot adding text we just added text and yeah. overwrites old yeah. stuff and that's that's that is probably the that. most common reason that text doesn't appear yeah. that is not what happened here i just there were just blanks huh. um I'd written one of them and didn't write the others. Huh. There there was, when you got the actual blessing of the storm tortoise as a turtle tamer, there was no message. It just gave you the effect. Huh. So, yeah. 
Did you write, go back and write? Yeah, I did. Down? I did. Yeah, thank you, Bozbert, for for pointing that out. That's that's the kind of thing that like won't come up in a typo thread. It's right. just like somebody has to notice, to notice that and mention it, and right. like the odds, you know, get increasingly lower over time of there being one person who does both of those things. And I appreciate yeah. it, Bozbert. Thank you very much. Um. Alien Octopus says, hey there, I was wondering if you could explain to us how the chakra sludge and negative lump drops work. It's driving everyone nuts, and it would be awesome if you could just explain it. You could answer after Crimbo over is over if it would be cool. Yeah, I'll, um, I'll probably wait yeah. until then. But people have people have done some decent spading. I, it took a lot longer than I expected it would, but... Um, Mary Crimbo, the powers of the beast, says event viewer, this Crimbo has been great. I love the Buddhist storyline. Please could you add a saffron sangati though? Having two parts of three part robes will really annoy me. And then he, uh, and then he links to a thing about uh, sangatis. I'd certainly pay an uncle buck for the third part or a million meat if they appeared in Jake's mall store. Boy, man, if I just put an item in my mall store for a million meat that increased <laughs> sludge, sludge drops, <laughs> wow. oof, boy, that would be, wow. a, that would be a great way to sink however many million meat I you could make them gift items. Oh, so people couldn't... Resell them. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, on the secondary markets, I guess. Yeah, you know, I would probably make them untradeable and limited to one if oh. I were going to do that, actually. Okay. For, if, if it was going to be something that meant something as opposed to something that was... Yeah. <clears throat> the feelings about this... You know... Different people want different things out of world events. And I think that the staff of KOL is disproportionately populated with people who are are interested in sort of economic shakeup. Yeah, I mean, that was definitely part of the design sensibility of this year's crimbo and i mean it it creates a situation where there are going to be winners and losers right i mean unless depends on what you mean by winning and losing in in a perfect information economy which there is no profit we're very close to having but no i mean like i would argue that for a collector who wants everything out of a world event but doesn't want to spend the time farming stuff mm-hmm. and a new player to whom a bunch of meat is worth more than these vanity items for a game that they're not even sure if they care about yet, the situation that we've often ended up with in previous Crimbos where people can sell things to people with more meat than time is Pareto Superior. Sure. Right? And... C.D. Moyer pointed out in the thread, and a lot of people like disagreed with him about this, which I honestly feel like is just because they haven't been around as long as he has, and they're wrong. Crimbo has always been a time of meat redistribution. Like, always. And that's one of the cool things about it. And, like, world events have always been a, been things where it's, like, people who happen to be paying attention at the right time could suddenly, like, cash in on a craze. And we like creating situations like that because it creates excitement for the people who get to participate in it. And, like, I'm not saying that it's necessarily, like, exciting for people, the people doing the buying, but it's exciting for people doing the selling because they suddenly go from having no meat to having millions of meat. Do we, are we creating a bunch of FOMO? What? 
Probably. Slow-mo FOMO. Uh, Fear of missing out. Uh, Okay. I mean, I don't know. You know, is our... Is our player base becoming increasingly millennial? No, I don't think so. I think our player base is aging right along with us. But, <laughs> I mean, we get... In becoming more and more and more generous with stuff over time, I think we have altered the level of expectations that are set about things like this. D- yeah. So... A different way of putting that would be we've increased the sense of entitlement, right? Yeah, but... that That's an ungenerous way of... It, yeah, it is. And it's also, like, it, if this were important, <laughs> I think it would... You know, I don't know. That, that, that's, that, that's a dumb rhetorical tactic, which I shouldn't do. Yeah, I don't know. It is weird to talk about entitlement. I mean, you're right, but it's like saying players are entitled feels like a get off my lawn, whereas saying we have mismanaged, we have mismanaged it, at least like, you know, at least that's more like a, I don't know, uh, like a self-loathing slightly, slightly mentally ill. Yeah. Like, (laughs) like fuck this lawn and everything about it like yeah anyway you know cd moyer points out the first few crimbos were just you got a random one out of a set of three items that were a fucking outfit so only a third (laughs) of people get it but and then i mean that was where the uh tiny plastic swords came from too right like like one third yeah there was a little present where one third of players got a tiny plastic sword one third of players got the imitation nice watch, garbage, I think, which right. was not well. It was okay. Say it was garbage. It wasn't intended to be garbage, right? Well, like we just didn't. Well, do compared a super to the power of the did you, tiny plastic sword, did were you here then? Were you? I don't remember. That might have been before I hired anyone. Although I feel like that happened after we were in the office, which was after I hired everybody. So yeah, I don't know. That might have been the second major crimbo because that was like the end of twenty. Was that the end of 2014? Because I think I missed... 2004. 2004, Jesus Christ. Yeah, tw- yeah. 2004. <laughs> uh, two, so I think I'm... Because I missed the 2003 Crimbo. I had to go back and... You started playing in 2004 and started yeah. working here the in very, very end of 2004. End of 2004. Oh, right, because it was Christmas 2004 that... You came That I Boston. came to Boston and New York yeah. and met you. Um, yeah. Yeah, so... But... You know, I I said to him today, like, you can't really point at that. The, the justification, if it had always been like this, no one would complain, just doesn't mean anything. We've like, always been at that, war. That is, <laughs> that is exactly as true as it is irrelevant, which is to say a billion percent. Um, <sighs> We've always been at war with Crimbo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We, yeah, there has always been a war on Crimbo. I thought that it was great. I was looking at the Reddit. There was a Reddit thread where people were like, what's your favorite Crimbo? And a bunch of people were like, oh, man, the War Bears one was so great. <laughs> like, <laughs> the the last one is always the best one. It's like, mm-hmm. what's your favorite Tony Hawk game? The first one you played yeah. is always. Yeah. 
I found a bunch of people that disagree with me about that, but I think they're just doing it to be cantankerous. I mean, it's the same with everything. Like, which mystery science theater host you like better, which Dark Souls game you like better, it's the first one you played. That's it. Hmm. I like Mike better than Joel, and I saw Joel first. Oh, really? Oh, that's rare. Yeah. That's rare. What, what's your favorite instrument? Um, scalpel. What is your favorite instrument? Well, no, I was just thinking, like, is your favorite instrument the first one that you play? Yeah, it's probably like a like a like a Fisher Price xylophone. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that, oh. that goes ding dong, ding dong, ding dong as you pull out on a string. Is the thing that that you that it spins and goes? What what does a cow say? <laughs> is that an instrument? Does that a speak and spin? Uh, no, 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 a see and say, not speak and spell. See and say, yeah, that's right. I remember in past tense, it's seesaw. I remember an argument that I got into with a kid in kindergarten where there was a speak and spell and it said spell oven and I said oh and he said no it's not it's you it's oven like whoa okay whatever and I walked off wow I'm probably making up a lot of that. It definitely happened. Okay, it was well, probably no, not no. kindergarten because that doesn't make any sense, right? Could but be. it was like it was like before most people knew how to read. Before most people, yeah, it was before most of the people on Earth knew how to read. <laughs> Did you guys okay. see that big list of like things that are awesome about 2016? No, like the highest highest percentage in history of literacy. Like, is that not just true every year? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like, what's true every year is that shit is a little bit better than it was the previous year, and that has been true for thousands of years, and, you know, there's just less and less crime, and less and less murder, and less and less poverty more all the time. More and more heat. More and more fear. <laughs> more and more focus on reporting of negative things. <laughs> 2016 is probably my favorite year, I gotta say, I guess. You it was certainly the best crimbo. Has a gun to your head? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I can't get it from him until I pry it from his cold dead fingers. <laughs> Luckily, we're all dying in 2016, so it doesn't. No, come on, we've only got like four days left. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be great. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, we only have like two days left, and we got to make an item in the month. Chris already did. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's fun. It's testing and stuff. Yeah, it's space fun. I just gotta fill a shitload of word buckets yeah you fill up that shitload of buckets i, I sure will um <clears throat> pardon me cumbersome thumb knuckle <laughs> uh okay more questions what we really kind of we really kind of went off on a little divergence there i gotta get okay. to the questions that uh that the fake ones of us answered zen zero zero says why are all the sorceresses stats third form nine 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 except for her defense which is eight nine 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 there was a <laughs> there was a for ns13 we across the board reduced the def- the defense of all monsters in the game by 10 yeah. percent. and it used to be done it was done in code and then i think i just ran a query that actually changed the, the database field numbers at that point uh, and that just never got changed back 
Bosbert says, right now the barrel mech of Diogenes is the only monster in the kingdom that has factoids that you can only get if you own the associated item of the month, the barrel shrine. Did you guys intend that or was it an oversight and it'd be okay to remove those factoids? See, we don't think of factoids as a thing that we have a responsibility to let people collect all of and we always forget that everyone else does think of factoids as a thing that we have a responsibility to let people collect all of and we then end up writing factoids for things and then realizing, oh, fuck, this thing should not have factoids yep. and then getting rid of them. Um, the because our default position is both have them. it's a it's a monster, well, it so it needs it factoids. Yeah. yeah. And, like, yeah. That, I don't know. That just kind of sucks because, like, the whole point of Monster Manuel is that it was supposed to be this just kind of unconstrained vehicle for jokes. Yep. But, like, the instant... And, you know, we didn't even launch it with a you have collected this number of factoids thing. It's just the people who were like, hey, we're using these Grease Monkey scripts or whatever to do this. Mafia does this. Would you guys mind doing it? It's like, ah, fine. Then suddenly there's a metric, and so suddenly there's a metric that everybody cares about and that the product has to be built to accommodate. I mean, it's fine. We just got to remember not to do it. Um, but no, uh, you know, I guess, I guess the right thing to do is to destroy that content on the barrel mech of Diogenes. Um, I think at the time we were like, we're okay with the fact that it has factoids. It's the only one. It's an outlier. People who invested in that item of the month will be happy if they sell extra copies to people who are completionists. That's true. Lord of Cake says, how do you say witches? I say witches. Yeah, witches. Witches. The Erosion Seeker says, is the time spinner prank supposed to have stats of zero? It'd be neat if they scaled the way photocopied butts do. I think we probably just forgot to put stats on that monster. Yes, I think that was a thing that happened while I was not paying attention. This question is, oh, the the prank was there. Like, it got added after you'd already done your pass yeah. through the monsters or whatever. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Zen Zero Zero says, can I flip around my Buddy Bjorn and use it as a shirt? No, you may not. <laughs> um, Gigglebeard says, howdy, I just wanted to say that this crimbo was hilarious, so don't listen to the haters on the forums. Oh, it's too late. Too late for that. Also, uh, for a question, I always forget to ask near Spookloween, so could I get a spooky Spookloween name? Gargle blood. Wow. What what was the the name? I don't know G if I can beat that though. Gigglebeard. Gigglebeard. Uh, yeah, I read this earlier and that's a, spent some that's time a pretty thinking. good I mean, that's a pretty good Halloween name right there, just as like a pirate or like a clown pirate even. Oh jeez. Mm. Which is yeah, probably Gigglebeard, now that I think about pirate. it is likely to be exactly what he was thinking when he picked that name. But in which case, you you picked your own Spookloween name. Giggle feared. Ooh. Um. Nice. Uh, keep going. I, I'll I'll think of something. <laughs> devil, Temper devil beard. T uh, devil instead of giggle. Yeah. Okay. Gavel, Gavel Pierre. Ga huh. Gavin Burns. <laughs> I'm dressed as uh, dressed as the lead singer of Simple Minds, Gavin Burns. 
I don't know if that guy's name is Gavin Burns, but that seems like the name. <laughs> <Sure>. that, <laughs> how about how about Giggle Bear with a knife? Ooh. Well, no wonder he's giggling. Yeah. Sorry, I got spooked there, Riff. <laughs> Greetings, says Temper 33. Any chance of an alternate way of getting the Easter egg balloon? So the, you know, the Easter egg balloon is the thing that if you put, if you try to use a balloon monkey in the lock that would accept any key, uh, yeah. you would find the balloon mon. <laughs> and he would give you and he would give you a balloon. Easter egg balloon. Now, you know, that was a good joke at the time. Um, and it was very in keeping with the, like, say, anti-cheese gag of early KOL, but, like... Of the, the first 200 items. Yeah, it was fine. Yeah, it was fine in a game that had a few hundred items, but not in a game that has a few thousand items. We're, we're edging up on 10,000. Yeah, we are. Grushvac says, I just realized there isn't an ugly Crimbo sweater shirt in the game. Is that a huge oversight on your part, or are you trying to make some anti-Crimbo sweater statement? I don't have a lot of feelings about the recent trend of ugly Christmas sweaters being, like, that. I mean... I feel left... I feel like I uh, am not participating in, in this and missing out. Uh, do you feel like you're missing out? Do you have a foe of Mo? Uh, I... I'm sorry, an F of Mo. Like, because I went to a couple of holiday gatherings, and I feel like I could have worn some awful Christmas sweaters, and that would have been fine. But I, I didn't, and that was also fine. So I do not like sweaters. Yeah, Um, I agree. That's part of that's part of the problem. Partly though, I don't mind them actually worn the way that they're supposed to be worn, which is like over a button-down long sleeve shirt (laughs) on one arm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm more like the kind of Mad Max style where it's like my wardrobe is made of individual limbs from different (laughs) kinds of clothing with different sorts of straps and belts and spikes and rubber plates. You could get like an ugly Crimbo tattoo. And then you wouldn't have to wear the sweater. Like like a full torso tattoo. Yeah, full torso of like knitted, knitted pixel reindeer. Yeah. Um, huh. And then you could just wear like a plastic, a clear plastic bag. Well, or just leave your shirt off like a manly man. Hmm. Yeah. What if it was an outdoor ugly Christmas sweater party? Uh, then you could just double, double freeze man, like man, a manly like... man. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> like those guys that, you know, jump into frozen lakes naked. Right. It's not Christmas until there's icicles on your nipples. Right. Ah, man. That's what they say. Anytime Mansylvania. Jumping into a frozen lake, I think of that guy who just... (laughs) Ah, mein Arsch, mein Arsch. (laughs) Yeah. God, the video of the German guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Man. I wish wish this show had show notes so that we could share that with them. (laughs) Have you seen that video, Riff? You know what Uh, we're talking about, right? I guess not. I have no idea. Oh. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, Guy jumps into frozen pool he searched yep first uh cannonball ice dude jumps into frozen pool on youtube it is a real good video Uh, i I don't i don't like watching people hurt their arses (laughs) yeah but he was he had a he was laughing at the end like everybody's everybody's having a pretty good time okay uh anyway uh, hey, Merry Christmas, everybody, and yeah. Happy New Year, Happy and, um, yeah, you know, thanks for, 
thanks for playing our video game for 14 years. Yeah. It's like, you know, we 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 piss and moan, but that's just because we're people. <laughs> <laughs> we suck just like all the other people. All right. Thanks for doing this podcast with me, fellas. <laughs> Anytime. We'll see you next yep. week, everybody. Later. Have a great week. <laughs>